up everybody welcome to the fresh takes gaming podcast we do this live stream every friday night 9 p.m eastern time here on mixer.com slash fresh takes gaming i am one of your hosts bub drum joined by my beautiful co-host the lovely the ds claw <laughs> what's up y'all <laughs> lots is up man lots is up in the news world this week even though was, I feel like it was kind of a slow news week, but there was some there was some good goodies in here to talk about. But first, as always, yeah. we, we do some housekeeping. You know that we uh, have a merch room. If you want to support the show, buy yourself some swag. We have a merch room uh, that you can go get yourself something nice with the Fresh Takes logos and uh, graphics on them that will adorn your body or your household. And that link is merchroom.com slash Fresh Takes Gaming. We also are now accepting donations that if, uh, if first time here last year, we didn't do any donations at all. Um, we kind of want to keep all the content, everything we did for free, but we had some inquiries about donations uh, versus the merch room stuff. So you'll see scrolling on the screen right now, a way to support through a direct donation, which is player.me slash fresh gaming hashtag tip or pound sign tip. So that's how you can support us for those audio listeners that maybe not tuning into the live stream. Again, that is player.me slash fresh takes gaming pound sign tip. And I'll take you to a secure way to donate to us via PayPal. So that's all set up and ready to go for you if you want to do that. So we also lots of changes. I mean, we're delivered on changes. If you have questions for the show that you want us to, to talk about or topics you want to send to us, you can actually submit your topic or question to us at bit.ly or bit.ly. I'm sure most of you are probably familiar with this if you are anywhere on the internet. Slash ask fresh takes. I'll put that in the chat. And it's a, yeah, it's a quick, easy way. Google form, submit a question or topic to us. We will, you know, review it and uh, discuss it on the show here. So now that that's out of the way. That is all out of the way. What have you been playing, man? Uh, I did the Resident Evil 2 um, one-shot demo. Oh, dude, how was it? I, I downloaded it, but I haven't tried it yet. Oh, dude. It was it was so good. Like, I want the game. Like, I just want to throw really? money at the screen. Just give me the game. I want the game now. <laughs> Especially, you got to do it in headphones. Um, okay. The only way, because, uh, like, water droplets, he oh, you're wow. hearing stuff scrape all around you. The, I think that the sound alone sold me on the game. Wow. There was still kind of like a little bit of janky things here and there, sure. but not, they reworked the aiming. So it's no longer like you point your gun and you're like, please let me lock on. Please let right. me get at it. <laughs> so is it, <laughs> like, is it snappier now or? It's a lot snappier. And uh, instead of having those weird camera angle segues in between doors and stuff like that, mm -hmm. um, the camera stays actually 
pretty fixed just behind you third person. And then when you snap the camera, it's like right over your shoulder. Oh, wow. So you actually okay. can you can actually focus pretty good on what's going on. But it gets in tight enough and it you almost get like a tunnel vision kind of thing going on okay. with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's almost a sense of panic when you're getting ready to engage the enemy. <laughs> oh, you're like, that's... Oh god, I can only oh. see this one. <laughs> but oh, it wow. was it was good. That's so awesome. I, I I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um I played that. Uh did Assassin's Creed, I took out Medusa on that finally, and nice. then uh, finished off halo three okay because apparently i hadn't beat it on the master chief collection so oh okay but it was a lot of fun it's a lot of fun that's awesome man that's awesome yeah um i downloaded the master the the massive (laughs) storage sucker that is the massive master chief collection i haven't dived into it yet um but i'm I'm gonna you know i have i have that available to me it is downloaded and available oh it's good um, stuff man some other things have kind of kind of garnered my attention slightly um which i'll talk about here um a lot of game well not necessarily game pass stuff but as you know my battle royale choice is ring of elysium i've talked about many times on the show that is that is my game that is that is my battle royale if i want that that single player or squad sort of experience with the battle royale ring of elysium is where i go it's free to play on steam and they just dropped, yo, Canonical Bacon, thank you for that, man. Um, just dropped uh, the new map or new, a lot of new, a lot of new stuff. So they have uh, a new map, which is the only map right now. It's called Europa. Um, so that's there. They have new vehicles, uh, like, um, you know, new cars. New, you have a police car you can get in. You have like this old school, like beach cruiser kind of car. You got a, like a, like a tuk-tuk like you can hop in, it's like a little two-seater tuk-tuk you put, put around in. Dude, it's hilarious getting those, man. Um, and weapons and new mobility options. So um, as before, you had the three, uh, the three, the three loadouts, right? You had the glider, the snowboard, and the rock climbing kit. Well, now since this isn't a snow thing, well, that's the other thing that's changed. So the circle effect, right, or the damage effect is no longer a huge blizzard snowstorm it's volcanic ash because you're on a beach island there's a volcano and the volcanic ash will come in and there's like you see this like huge wall of fire it's pretty cool looking um but so the new weapons they have this uh pkm which is a hundred round 762 full auto but no scopes no nothing on it you can put no attachments you can put on but it just it just world destroyer man it is just the most <laughs> feels spray like spray and pray yeah huh? spray and pray for real um and they have as far as uh mobility they have a uh they still have the glider um but they retooled it a little bit it looks a little different uh less like fabric looking and more like um metal fortnite glider <laughs> more metal kind of looking maybe so maybe so <laughs> <laughs> Tencent owns quite a bit of Epic. You know, they're partners with them. Yeah. Um, then you have the BMX bike, which is mm. freaking hilarious to get on, dude. It is so much fun. Like, they've just opened it up, and they got something special here. They really do. Uh, and I, anybody that is interested in trying to battle rail, maybe Fortnite doesn't work for you, maybe PUBG doesn't work for you, go try it. It's free on PC only right now. Well worth it. And then you got the grapple. So, a la Titanfall, if you will. You mm-hmm. have a grapple, but you can grapple things in a way that where you're upside down. So you can That's grapple to the roof of something and kind of hang out there, 
and you can't necessarily ADS 100%, but you can like third person ADS, if you know what I mean. Okay. So, um, which is pretty cool. And what else? What else is new in that? Oh, it's just a blast, man. I just love playing the game. Even if I'm getting destroyed, it's, it's just fun playing the game. Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was able to catch you doing the BMX a little bit. Yeah. And it looks like you could pop tricks and stuff at the same time, right? Yeah, so space, like bar, space bar, which is normally your jump. Like, if you're if you're getting it, you're going to go up a hill, man. You can hit that space bar and do tricks and spins and all this stuff with it. That was cool. It yeah. was cool, man. I it's, dug it. That was that was an interesting really little deal. It's really good. Um, so I've been playing on that. Um, another game I've been playing or played, I did my first playthrough of it. I'm probably going to do more because there's multiple endings to it. It's a Game Pass game, and I think a lot of people are probably going to sleep on it because, like, whatever. If you like the Telltale style of games where you have choice A or B or you have four choices and you progress through the story that way and your mm-hmm. your your choices have consequences on how the story plays out. So it's very much like that in the line of Telltale. But it's full motion video, like legit actors, takes place in like Britain or England, UK somewhere. So you have all these all these actors hired, they're acting out scenes, and it's it's legit, dude late shift go check it out late shift okay yep it's maybe maybe a two-hour playthrough but like i said i think they have seven seven endings is that the one where you're playing the kid that grew up in the bomb shelter no okay because there's one that's like that elijah wood's working on another one right now okay and then i guess i guess i don't know i don't know about late shift but i'll have to check that out yeah, it's all. It's it does all, look like it's an emerging field that's actually getting some, some good companies involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, but apparently, yeah, it's part of Game Pass. It's I don't know what year it was actually released, for the con, you know, on console or Xbox. But it's just it's been added. It's part of Game Pass, and I was like, oh, let me check this out. And it's um, yeah, the character you play as is this guy, probably mid, early twenty, early mid twenties, who's a uh, car valet in a parking garage, basically. So that's all I'm gonna say. I don't want to do any spoilers. Definitely go check it out. It's really fun. Um, if you just want something that's kind of not super be like you'll be engrossed in because of the dialogue and, and everything like that. It's like watching a movie, um, but not so much with actual like control mechanics. You're not engrossed with that. It's just pretty much like arrow left or right and hit A, but you want to see what happens. Uh, the other game I played and actually completed is another, you know, couple to few hour experience, which is uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it was. It's free. I think it's still free right now in the Epic Game Store for PC. And man, man, oh man, I didn't know where this game was going. Like I'm playing through it. And I'm like, this is this is weird, man. Like, what is going on? I don't know. We're going through this house. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Like weird things and like these stories of this family that you're a part of. It, I don't know. It was weird. But then it turned into this very like beautiful game and all the feels, man. All the feels. That's all I'm going to say. All the feels come rushing to you. Yeah, I've seen a lot on that game. And then um, to really quickly go back to uh, full motion capture, mm-hmm. I was watching Game Grumps on YouTube and they just did a playthrough of a game. And I cannot remember the name of it. I'm so sorry. Um, that starred Corey Haim was like the main dude in it. Really? Corey Haim? Yeah. And then the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. Okay. Um, Emery, whatever his name was. Yeah. There's actually a lot, a lot of actors in there that I was like, I know that dude. Yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. person. It was pretty cool, man. And I, I, it slid under the radar apparently. 
and Late Shift came out in 2016. So it's actually a newer thanks title. For, thanks for yeah. thanks for looking it up for me, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. So yeah, it's not even two years. It's just just over two yeah. years old. So uh, if you have an Xbox and Game Pass, you know, best best bargain in video gaming right now. <laughs> Go get it's that. Amazing. Go get that. Um, the other thing I played, which is kind of in my vein, but not really, it was the uh, the Jump Force demo. Okay. Which is the Bandai Namco um, anime fighting game. It has like the uh, Dragon Ball characters. It has uh, Naruto. Yeah, Naruto. Um, One Piece. One, yeah, yep, yep. So it has all those characters in. P- graphically, like it's fast paced. It look it plays smooth from what I've played. And again, it's just a slice. You know, it's just a small slice. And I was playing against the CPU. Um, it was fun to play. The controls seemed relatively simple. Um, as far as move sets and things like that and toggling your characters in and out. Um, but yeah, I mean, pop seems pretty cool. Maybe jump into, I don't know if it's going to be a $60 game buy for me. It could be a $20, $30 buy for me. Cause I'm not super big okay. into fighting games. That's just, you know, it's yep. not my, not my yep. thing. Um, so yeah, man, that's what, that's what I've been playing. Can I get an alibi? I, I forgot. I forgot uh, a game. Oh yeah, go for it. <clears throat> I tried to do a review on a game called Minimax Tinyverse. It's on Steam. Uh, I was approached about doing a review for him, and for the life of me, I could not get my capture card to cooperate with doing the content on it. So I had this awesome game, and I was playing it. Um, it's a smaller title. I think it's thirty bucks on Steam if you actually buy the expansion to the deal that does have a downloadable portion of it that it'll allow you to play the game. You'll only be one side. It reminded me art style, a lot of um, world of Warcraft or Warcraft two, sorry, Warcraft two. Okay. It had some interesting mechanics because you're like a little kid that finds this other world. So it's uh, you're, you're almost like God. So you can pick up like your hero (laughs) and then drop him other places on the map uh, one of your abilities is you can drop a wall to like reroute the enemies, like where they walk. So it's almost like a, a, a tower defense game. Okay. The okay. enemies and your guys will be walking at each other and you can redirect traffic, but you That's can drop cool. a wall and it's actually made out of crayons that are all standing straight <laughs> up. And it's, it's a, it's That's a cool. fun game. That's it's cool a fun song, game. Okay. That's so awesome. That's awesome. It's called a mini max tiny verse. Mini max tiny verse. Okay. Yep. Awesome. 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 Well, sir, I guess it's time to dive into uh, some of the bits and pieces here of the news this week. Uh, First one comes to us from MSN, um, an article that says Nintendo may not make any more consoles. Um, And I usually have this pulled up. It's probably going to pull up right on screen again like it did last week because I'm an amateur. (laughs) (laughs) First day. First day. Um, Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Forgot to pull up all the links. All the links. Um, so yeah, it's basically saying Nintendo may eventually move away from home console development. This was from, like I said, MSN.com. Stephanie Fogel. And basically, I'm looking for the quote here. Um, blah 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 blah. We have success. Quote from. <coughs> The president uh, of the Furu, company. Furukawa, which, uh, Furukawa. what is he? He is the, yeah, the president. You're ahead of the game. You're doing better than me. Uh, <laughs> he says, we aren't really fixated on, on our consoles, he said. At the moment, we're offering the uniquely developed Nintendo Switch and its software. 
And that's what we're basing how we deliver the Nintendo experience on. That being said, technology changes. We'll continue to think flexibly about how to deliver the experience as time goes on. I mean, that doesn't, that quote yeah. doesn't say no to me. I started, I started, I, I sent, I sent the link over to you and I was reading the article and it really seemed like clickbait. Yeah. Like as I, as I reviewed the article and started looking at it, it seemed like that whoever the author was of it really was yeah. reaching to try to like get, get clicks on their deal. Yeah. And it was just bad reporting. There's that one thing where they say, yeah, we're not really too hot on it, but there was no indication that they were going to quit doing it. Uh, as far as like their sales worldwide have gone, it's one of the best selling consoles that they've had in a long yep. time. Yep. And uh, it, it just seems like it's picking up steam. It doesn't seem like it's slowing down at all. So I don't know why no. at this point there would be any incentive for them to stop. Yeah. Like if they stuck with the Wii U that long, fuck you. They're going to stick with the Switch. <laughs> the, Wii, the Wii U is trash, man. Yeah. The Wii U is terrible. The Switch is, I mean, I still need to get a Switch, man. There's so many, I'm going to get all the consoles, obviously. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah. again, kind of clickbaity, but I think this is just a cross, a cross post from Variety. Um, basically, what the kind of the banner at the top here. So, um, you know, yeah, Nintendo's been developing consoles for 30 years. Okay, great. And flexibility is just as important as ingenuity. Okay, that's another quote. Nintendo's already had some success branching out, whether it's through handhold consoles like the 3DS or smartphone titles like Fire Emblem Heroes. It's also dabbling in theme parks and movies, different ways to have our characters be part of everyday life. Okay, that's that's fine. Not nothing, nothing real, real groundbreaking there. Um, no. But the, if you look at it, that being said, technology changes. Well, that's every iteration of any console. <laughs> Yeah, the techno te technology has changed. Technology, more different technologies become available to either shrink your console size down, to, or lessen the price, or whatever, or add this feature or that feature. So, to me, we've talked about before. There's going to be another Nintendo Switch. Yeah, we 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 heavily speculate that there will be that has a larger screen through the way of a smaller bezel, because there's new technology out there with as far as screens go. So. Yeah. I don't know. I think that I think that a lot of it is. I think they took it the wrong way that they were going to move away from consoles. I think really what what he talks about in that article is he's actually referencing that they're going to be introducing other ways to connect with the audience. And <clears throat> uh, theme parks is actually not something that's crazy if you look at Japanese culture. That's like a big deal. Like having a mascot for your donut shop is like a big deal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know, it's, it's an expected part of your marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, th I, I don't know. I think that, um, they probably, we will see them move a little bit more into the mobile field into that demographic to be able to provide, uh, stuff to the consumer that's just sitting on their phone in the airport or on the, in the John being able to play a game that they want to play. Sure. I, they might move, but I don't think that they're going to stop making consoles, man. That's yeah. just ludicrous. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah exactly. I, I understand. agree with that. Well, if you look right now, like they said, they have Fire Emblem Heroes on mobile. They had um, Super Mario Run on mobile, which I own. I paid. Mm -hmm. I actually paid 10 bucks for that game, and it, it is fun. It is a fun game. It's, That's it's, like Temple Run with Mario, right? Pretty much. Almost. Like you're, just, it's, you're constantly running. You can either... Um, tap to jump or hold for a larger jump or double tap. I mean, it's pretty it's simple controls, but you're constantly yeah. moving forward. You have no control over, you know, going back going or forth. Forward. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> uh, 
And again, Activision. Boom. So you sent this to me. It was a kind of a breakdown of, uh, it was a video with a kind of a breakdown of, uh, is Destiny leaving Activision a good thing? Now, we, we spoke about this last week, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, had different things going on there. But uh, I, I watched the video, and one thing that kind of stood out to me, and I guess it's public knowledge, I just missed it, is that uh, Bungie uh, made a deal with NetEase, a Chinese mm-hmm. uh, company that's trying to get into more game development in the Western world. Uh, it took $100 million. So that's obviously going to be for a new IP. It's not going to be for anything Destiny-related. There's, there's just no way. Um, but what does that mean for, for, for destiny? Uh, really that, that move from Nettie's absolutely nothing, but how, how it was broken down in the video is, yeah. I mean, to me, I agreed with the guy. I mean, to me, it's a good thing. The, yeah. the studio getting back their, their property without having to be under the thumb of these outrageous performing numbers. And there's such a disconnect with what, is to me what means a game is successful, right? Yeah. What we see as a successful game, numbers-wise, let's just look at numbers-wise, is vastly different than what Activision expects numbers-wise from from a game. And obviously they expect more in the way of recurring, recurring revenue streams coming in through microtransactions. That's mm-hmm. Activision's thing. The fan base of Destiny was like, bump that we're not really we're not all we're not about, about that life there's much uproar about it mm-hmm. so activision wasn't seeing those returns through microtransactions as much as yep. they anticipated so Activision's like oh you're not really bringing in that money for us let's just go our separate ways is what i'm you know yep. probably happened it's not you it's us yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I thought it was a really done well article, and I think that they did point out a lot of that. Um, just kind of their their whole guiding light as far as their strategy to making games, and and point out a lot of good different stuff. I didn't know about that cash infusion that they got, as yeah. far as uh, the hundred hundred million dollars, but that's huge. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me. Um, yeah, I will get you that link hopefully this is it i'll paste that to you game ranks is a is a fantastic uh site i love them they do some pretty good even cited and actual like reviews of games and consoles and all sorts of stuff and the episode where they tear in uh, soldier boy's ass over his his console thing was pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i remember that <laughs> Uh, he came out with a handheld, like right on the just a couple weeks ago, right after that, Yo, and oh, it's dude, doing really? phenomenal. It's doing serious? phenomenal. That's crazy. Sold out. Yes, Canonical Bacon in chat says plus one, all for encouraging budget to have more creative control over their content and less management by by spreadsheet. Hundred percent, exactly. That's that's what's up, Canonical. And that's what's all about. But here's the thing: we're just gonna go right into the next topic, which has to deal with Activision. <laughs> maybe maybe they would be able to get the success of games and money that they think they should get if they weren't given 15 million dollar bonuses to new CFOs entering the, act- the company of Activision 
Yes, this comes to us from Bloomberg. Activision Blizzard Inc.'s Dennis Durkin will receive awards worth $15 million as part of his appointment to Chief Financial Officer. Durkin will get $11.3 million of restricted stock tied to operating income and earnings per share targets and $3.75 million sign-on bonus. The Santa Monica, California-based company said Friday in a regulatory filing. That's on top of his $900,000 salary and a $1.35 million target bonus. Um, there's all sorts of wrong with this. So let's sever ties with, with one of our better performing game studios, Bungie yep. creative doing good things because they're not hitting the targets we want because we're giving this dude $15 million just to come through the door. Just like we don't even know door. if he can. Yeah. Are you serious? Like, Hey, I'm all about paying people what they're worth Mm -hmm. fair income but egregious income is another you know is another thing Mm -hmm. to me if they said yep we're giving this guy two million dollars sign on bonus and he's making a million a year at that level CFO sure why not I wouldn't yep a global company like I can kind of I can kind of almost support that you know what I mean yep 15 million I mean, I don't know this guy's track record, right? I don't know. Um, oh, here we go. This is Durkin's second stint as CS CFO. He served in the post for five years until May 2017 when he became chief corporate officer. He returned to the role this week after Spencer Newman left to take the same job at Netflix. Activision fired Newman, whose contract barred him from negotiating with other potential employers. Okay. Um... So he was CFO, then went to be CCO. The current CFO left, so now they brought him back as CFO. Said, "Hey, we want you back." You left before to to do a lateral or some sort of position. Yep. But we'll give you fifteen million if you come back as CFO. If you switch over. That's insane. Ah, that's insane to me. That's insanity to me, man. That's insanity like to it. me. I don't like it. No, because I like, like I it. sit there and I think about because they're going to have to come up with that kind of revenue in order to be able to do it. So here's some more new skins that you can get. Here's some more like here's, new here's, weapons that you can get for five dollars. And it, here's another it all red comes dot from somewhere. Yep. Call of Duty. <laughs> Fuckers. It's a green dot now. You got a green dot. Yeah, it's a blue green. Dot, purple dot. Yellow dot. Orange dot. All the dot. The legendary dot. Legendary dot. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Golly. Yeah, it's insane, man. So, ugh, Activision. I just, <laughs> mm. see, see, reading things like that is what makes me want to pull for indie games so much more. Mm-hmm. Like, I want these studios to, to like, have runaway successes and be able to make really good money and stay, but still stay true to their craft and what they're trying to do as a studio. Like, yeah. with the indies, like, Yes, don't don't get in bed with Activision. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Turns out badly. If you need references, go talk to someone at Bungie. I'm sure they'll tell you behind closed doors what really went on. And oh my god, it don't do it! Don't do it! Yeah. Uh, but yes, and then another another sad story here. Let's cue the the sad music. Womp, womp, womp. So we thought this was gonna be. 
the game that came out this this year. I thought, I thought this was gonna be what came out this year. Um, oh no, no, sorry, sorry, nope, different, different, different sub studio. Sorry, I was gonna say something. I was gonna be, I was gonna be wrong. Um, EA cancels the open world Star Wars game. This coming to us from GameInformer.com. <laughs> we'll get. Uh, let's just put that that news brief on pause for a second. We're gonna just chat here. Conkle Bacon says, <laughs> "Damn, is it just me, or does the CFO have a conflict of interest with what gamers want? The CFO is doing his job well by extracting cash from gamers at minimal cost to the business, for the sake of increasing revenue. This seems at odds from when Blizzard was independent and the game was ready when it was ready." <laughs> Preach to the choir, man. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, you're preaching the choir, right. but the the well, only company the choir, that, that still sticks with that is is uh, CD Projekt Red. That's the only yeah. the only bigger uh, dev that that actually sticks with that kind of mentality. Like yeah. You'll get it when it's done. Yeah, it's ready when it's ready. Yep. Don't. It fucking better be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Cyberpunk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it better be. It better be. But yeah, no, I see what you're saying there with that, like. Who's who's the CFO really at the end of the day supposed to serve the business? I mean that. Yeah. I mean that's who's their job to make sure that they're not hemorrhaging, right? But his salary <laughs> right. is is direct yeah. is, is direct correlation with how the gamers view the content his company's putting out. Yeah. If the thing, but he has to hit his target one and to get it's convoluted. in order to get it's the 1.3 mil. Crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I see what you're saying with that. Games come last; it's business first. Yeah, unless you're an indie. Unless you're an indie, that's that's about it. If you're a, uh, was it uh, the guys that made it, Super Meat Boy? Yeah, that or, was two dudes. Uh, yeah, that was two dudes, and um, I don't know if you've seen the game Tunic. That's coming out with the little fox. It's like a Zelda type game. It's been previewed a couple times. Looks no. great. One guy. One guy developed the whole game. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Um I think I Celeste, wish I was that talented. I think Celeste also had a pretty small team too. I think. Let me know. <laughs> big devs. Yeah, Coop, big devs. So yes, EA cancels open world Star Wars game. Um this coming to us from like I said, Game Informer. And basically says the unnamed Star Wars game that was rebooted in 2017 alongside the closure of EA's Visceral Studio has seemingly once again been canceled. According to a report from Kotaku, the open world game <coughs> was intended to be EA's next big Star Wars project, but seemingly was unable to come together. When Visceral closed, EA moved the project to EA Motive, which was Jade Raymond's studio. Yes. Um, the title was reportedly going through a number of changes from director Amy Hennig's original design story. Yes, because she was the big writer that got accolades yep, for a whole bunch end. of her writing yep. stuff. But she went, she's out of there. Yeah, Chuck Deuces. Um, uh, Kotaka also reports that the game from EA Vancouver might also be a Star Wars game, but it would be years away even if it were. In May 2013, Electronic Arts signed a 10-year ex- exclusivity deal for non-LEGO console and PC Star Wars titles of which five years have passed. In that time, EA has released Star Wars Battlefront and Star Wars Battlefront 2. 
They have also announced Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is the one we, from Respawn, we talked about in a previous show. And, uh, yeah, Jedi Fallen Order from Titanfall developer Respawn, scheduled to be released this year. So, Star Wars, man. I don't think that this is anything new. Um, Yeah, Lucas, I I saw a bit about it. Lucas Arts, I think, had it for eight years they had the exclusivity for eight years produced six games uh most of which are still talked about today knights of the old republic etc and uh ea's had it for six years they put out two games and both of them are infamous not famous infamous yeah. for just tanking at, at a at a huge scale uh i think disney should just pull it they should just pull it and um, I, I saw a lot of people chanting for ha- giving it to Rockstar, letting Rockstar try try their hand at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's good. I, I I don't know if that's necessarily the person though, the people though. Yeah, I th- I think that it should be pulled, but we should find somebody else. We should find somebody else out there that that's good at that storytelling mm-hmm. and that, that uh, environmental design and being able to keep it canon so that we still keep the audience from that are the hardcore, the hardcore, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Well, and you kind of led right into one of our uh, viewer questions from, uh, from silent legions. I'm assuming it's probably nightmare. Cause he's part of silent legions. Uh, he's not in here tonight. I think he's actually streaming right now. Maybe but from silent legion says, should Disney pull the rights of star Wars away from EA considering their overall performance with the various games over time and their recent cancellation of the open world star Wars game. So you heard, uh, Claw's view on that. Um, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Um, yeah, I think they should pull it. Uh, EA, I think, has proven that they are... I don't know if it's too big that they can't manage um, a pro- the property of Star Wars correctly and with the, the sort of... sort of polish that they need to bring to that that name in any sort of in any sort of mean that could be a movie that could be video game that could be mm-hmm. comic book graphic novel anything like that so yeah battlefront i mean i own battlefront the first one i didn't buy battlefront 2 because of the horrible the press first it one got. <laughs> yeah well in that too um you know uh i mean graphically the games look good but i just don't mm-hmm. think they they hold up um Unfortunately. So yeah, the question then becomes who gets it? Yeah. I don't know who, who that should be, but I know know that they've produced two. I think they've canceled three. When you're canceling more titles than you are producing, that's an issue. um, Something's, something's definitely a mess. And you lose like your biggest writer. That's won awards for that stuff. It's kind of like, then you lose another, another big name, you know, Jade Raymond left. Yep. And so it's just like one thing after another, it seems. I think, it, I think that speaks exactly to what Canonical is talking about in that comment though. Uh, exactly. Success in game content is not through efficiency and minimizing costs. It's focusing on delivering the best experience. seems like there's a middle path there somewhere. And I think that's exactly right. When you're losing all of your big names, you're losing all the people that, uh, essentially would drive your title and make it a good experience, a positive, a positive experience and get that, that retention kind of rate of the audience up because they enjoy playing it. Um, you really got to start questioning things. And when you're canceling more titles than you're actually putting out, 
once again, I think that's, I think at some point they, they should look around the boardroom and just be like, you know, I think we need to just fucking tap the fuck out, save some face. I think it would help them in the long run too, because then they're not bleeding those funds, developing an, uh, a, a property or a game, a title, and then shit canning it. They can actually put that towards something that, that they will put out that they could do right. And that, that I would probably enjoy playing, but they got to, they got to figure that shit out. Triage that shit. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Canonical Bacon follows up with uh, Star Wars stuff. I'm curious to see how they might rethink games now that the Skywalker saga is wrapped. Curious to see if they will find other ways to employ the force and high-tech weapons in ways that are fresh. I like that. I like the fresh in quotes. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm curious too, man. I, 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 you know, I, I really am. Um, it'll be interesting. I think they have to find a studio that could, uh, you know, ha- has the wherewithal to to see, you know, that sort of saga, uh, or creating a new saga and going forward well, with with stuff with the force and the high tech weapons. That, that's that's the first thing um, that needs to be done. And then you have to have some people that are that are. You have to have find other good writers too. Bacon says, hoping we don't get a reskin Knights of the Old Republic with the latest characters, items, and more recent films. You know what though? I wouldn't put a pass that put put a pass on these big devs. I really wouldn't. No. I I I, I really remastered. Wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> HD remaster. That's what they should do. They, they give it to CD Projekt. After they finally get off of, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but that's the tin, one. Where's my tinfoil hat, man? Let me put this on for a second. Here's a, here's, here's, here's a crazy idea. Probably not going to happen, So, but I'll go on record saying this. Who do we know little about their properties right now, but has the deepest pockets, it seems? Uh, I'd probably go with the initiative, right? No. Oh, no. No, no. THQ Nordic. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> THQ Nordic. They're out there Strikes like a, a like a shark, just it's, circling in. They just biting everything up, man. But no, it's but it's not a, it's not an old dead IP, so they're probably not gonna buy it. So I don't know. I don't know, man. But with the I don't know tinfoil tinfoil hat like tinfoil hat. Uh, <laughs> the people that they've scooped up, those are great storytelling IPs, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And uh, I don't know. That would be pretty cool, man. They could yeah. rework some mechanics and some things. I don't see, but to me, like we talked about before, THQ Nordic is like a not a triple A title releaser typically. Like they're they're happy with being a seven or eight, you know, double A titles, yep. and that's their bread and butter. They keep turning them out, and they keep they mm-hmm. do good with sales, and they keep you know redoing it. A Star Wars game is a triple A title. Yo, some dude on Xbox. No, it's not the respawn one. It's the one from uh from Visceral. It's the open world uh Star Wars game. Yep. Uh, I can shoot you the link if you like in chat. If you would like to read what we discussed. <laughs> I think Valve would be good too, but I think I don't know. I don't know if they'd be willing to I don't know if they have the manpower right now to do it. They'd have to rework a lot of their structure because they've solely focused so hard on the store, Steam store, for so long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see what Epic Games or Valve do with Star Wars. Yeah, I agree, Canonical. Yeah, like that's what Claw was saying. I think, I mean, Epic Games, as we know, they got the most money out of anyone right now. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think 
I don't think it's respawn. Yeah. Um, somebody says on Xbox. Somebody on Xbox says, "I hope to God, resp- hope to God, resp- hope to God, respawn is like Titanfall in some way with the maps." Oh yeah, shoot. Oh, you got called into work, Coop. Sorry, man. Drive safe. Sorry about out there, man. Have a good night, bro. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, it's like Titanfall with the maps and story. I, you know, I love Titanfall. I've I've been I've streamed Titanfall two quite a bit here here lately. It's just such a fun game, and the story was actually good. The story portion of that I thought was pretty good. Um, Did so you see the link of three? There, I mean, there, it's just rumors and links and talks and stuff. I'll believe it when I see an actual <clears throat> like trailer. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, we just we talked fair about enough. that on um, a previous episode. Some dude, uh, basically, the two things that EA had announced for 2019 releases were the. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order and um, a, th- a second title from Respawn, which we know is the Titanfall 3 dev. Or, uh, yeah, Titanfall 3 dev. So uh, they didn't specifically say Titanfall 3, but they said it's another one from Respawn. It's got to be Titanfall 3, right? <laughs> it's probably a thing. It's probably a thing, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, so that's what's, that's what's going on with the EA and Star Wars stuff. Um, Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. But what else do we got? So I don't know if you caught it this week. I tried to tune in, but I was late to the to the stream. Um, the uh, but I watched a you know a VOD afterwards. The uh, MK Mortal Kombat 11 reveal was this week. Um, yes, I've always followed the Mortal Kombat franchise. I've never super good at those games. I've always enjoyed playing them, mainly for the story, getting competitive. You know, player versus player type of stuff. I I I get owned. I'm not great at it, but. Um, it looks awesome. I will say that. I mean, it looks, it looks fantastic graphically. It looks amazing. Yes. Uh, the different stuff with um, uh, the different move sets and the character appearances. They have different skins and stuff like that. And I think they're just kind of included. I don't think they're micro transactions. Don't quote me on that. Um. So yeah, man, it's <laughs> Ronda Rousey is the voice of Sonya Blade. I don't know if you yep. saw that. I was like, okay, yep. that's pretty cool. Saw that. Um, what else? They introduced a uh, new character, uh, Garrus, who has some yep. sort of weird, like, time, time sand ability kind of manipulation mm-hmm. stuff. Um, there's another, there's a female character called uh, Chronica, which is also has some sort of time abilities. Yep. Uh, Ed Boon was on stage basically saying, yeah, there is some going to be some cool kind of uh, manipulation of time in this. So your current character version of whatever character may come across their past version of a different character or a different timeline. So I'm interested to see where that story goes. Cause you start messing with time. Yeah. Um, it can be done well and I've seen it done horribly in yes. TV and movies and stuff <laughs> like that and in games. So I'll be interested to see how they do that. Um, again, gory, brutal as always. Um, so, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm kind of looking forward no, to it. No, it does look amazing. And I, and I, and then we finally got a little bit of an explanation because we know time's playing a factor now from the initial trailer that we saw where Raiden and, and Scorpion were fighting it out. And then all of a sudden it was Raiden and Scorpion again, except it was like the classic Scorpion mm-hmm. and uh, who owned Raiden. Um, I've seen a little bit of the game deal and it was, it's, it looks amazing. I might actually play it. Yeah. I, I haven't played. Mortal Kombat since three, I think. Mortal Kombat. So we'll, Mortal Kombat three. X is on Game Pass. I it is. <laughs> I, I I've 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 
stopped a couple times over it while I was yeah. looking around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks really good. If you haven't checked it out, go on YouTube. Um, and we'll uh, yeah, I can post a link to that, and you can see what everything that came from uh, Game Informer. I'll post that link in the chat real quick, and you can see what all the hubbub is about. Um, some dude asked, what you thinking of Anthem and Division 2? Who will win for Loot and Shoot? Perhaps Borderlands 3. Um, Anthem, I'm sold on. I played the beta. I'm sold on it. I have a PC, PC upgrades. <laughs> That's all I can say, man. NDA. I gotta, gotta abide by that NDA, man. I gotta abide by it. So I got PC parts sitting here behind me in a, in a drawer waiting for a, uh, waiting for a couple more parts to come in. Get this PC upgrade going, and Anthem is just gonna be glorious on PC. Um, Division two, Division two. I'm like, like I'm on the I want, I want to, I want to, I, I want it to be good, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm like holding myself back from the hype of wanting to just jump in and get it day mm-hmm. one, um, because of how Division one went for me. Like Division one went for me, like got to level fourteen. All the enemies are freaking bullet sponges. This is ridiculous. Dark zone getting owned. Not for me. <laughs> I'm out. I stopped playing it. So that's it. Too so, soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> MK is coming to arcade one up. Uh, I don't know. Arcade one up. Arcade one up. Uh, I don't know if it's coming to it. I don't know if that was a question or a statement. Uh, the arcade one up is one of those things that I've actually been looking at for my house myself. Uh, you can pick them up at Walmart now. It's like a hundred bucks. bucks. Yeah. 300 bucks. If you get the one that has multiple games, but it's classic arcade uh, setup. You can actually get in there and, and play and get after it. And some of those games are my jam, bro. Yeah. Hey, I, wanna get, on I tell you what, man, um, one of our other <laughs> viewers, listeners, uh, topless, topless Stang, who was in here uh, a couple weeks ago. He bought one of those and modded the crap out of it. He got the Street Fighter Two cabinet because he loves the art on that cabinet, and he modded the crap out of it. And it it looks good. It looks good. He, he shot some video, sent it to me, and some pictures. What? And yeah, he he actually ended up putting like a full PC inside there so he can play like everything, even Steam games. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and <laughs> apparently there's some uh, Mugen mm. games on there. Like if you have Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom or something like that, you can play, play like it's modded games. So I don't know legality, whatever that is. I didn't do it. I just tell you what I saw. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't know. But he showed me a video of him playing as Peter Griffith in a Marvel vs. Capcom <laughs> game. I was like, this is awesome. This is awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Kanako Bacon says, <laughs> did you pre-order it? <laughs> Make sure you get your bag. Oh, wait. Oh, see, we've avoided Fallout 76 for so long. <laughs> all the debacles there. There was, there was another new story, but I just couldn't oh, bring yeah. myself. I, I, the yeah. hidden dev room in the game will get you banned. Long story short, I didn't even put it as a news. I was just so tired of crapping on Fallout 76. Yo, some dude, Thanks thank so you for the follow. follow. Appreciate that, buddy. Um, golly, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I haven't pre-ordered Anthem. I'm just gonna. I don't do pre-orders anymore, man, because I've been. 
I don't know if it's necessarily I've been burned. I've just I don't see a point. I don't see a point anymore in pre-ordering a game. They're not gonna run out of copies because everything's digital now. I mean, I you go half the time buy um, get a case off the shelf. It's just gonna give you a code for a download key. Like I don't know physical media. Oh, some dude says I I stop pre-orders. Burnt on Division and Destiny and Wildlands. Um, agree with you, uh, some dude on Division and especially Destiny. We have yep. we have crapped on Destiny quite a bit on this on this show and this podcast and previous episodes. But last episode we turned it around. Said what, what? positive a spin bit on of Destiny, a little bit of hope. They separated from the money sucking empire that is Activision. So hopefully they become. Uh, independent again, do what they want to do, develop the title and the, the property how they want, and bring it, bring the game that they've ultimately wanted to make uh, this whole time. They've been in this, uh, been in bed with Activision. So, looking forward to what they do with that. Yeah, we'll see. CMB says they tie beta access to pre orders. And I honestly think that's the only way that they're still really a thing. Yeah. When it really comes down to it, I think that a lot of the physical merchandise that came with pre-orders has kind of fallen to the wayside too. And I think the only way that they're still able to do the pre-order is by including the beta or alpha access codes that you can get with it. True, true, true. I agree with that. Some dude says, Bunch, you won't release games on time though. No cash flow, just saying. Well, we, we discussed that in a previous episode kind of. We said, um, you know, without Activision... Uh, pushing you know these these schedules for content drops and things like that so they you know they've had these constant churning of of content um because it's a cash flow injection of you know season passes or dlc or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um and we think that was you know we speculate that's pretty much the biggest push is activision uh, on that and now that they're not there um is their fan but you know we said you know, basically is their fan base gonna accept that it's gonna take longer a longer time for them to turn out new content that they are passionate about and they are behind. Um, so we don't know. We don't know. I wouldn't think Bungie would necessarily separate. See, and I don't know if it's Activision telling Bungie we're done with you or Bungie the other way. Like, hey, let's let's look at this. I don't think Bungie's looking to get in bed with another big publisher right now. Uh, I mean, I know no. we just said like they got in, they took a cash flow injection from NetEase for a hundred mil, which is a Chinese. Uh, company that's trying to get into gaming in the Western world, mm-hmm. um, but that's not going to be for the Destiny franchise. That's going to be for something different. Uh, I highly doubt they'll ever. Some dude asked, "I wish they, I wish Microsoft would buy them." Highly doubt they would ever go back to Microsoft. Do I think, based on some tweets I've seen between uh, from Mikey Barr at Xbox and Major Nelson at Xbox and some of the other folks, like congratulating Bungie, basically like, "Hey, good job on getting your your going independent." Pending again, get your stuff back. You know, I just don't see them wanting to get in bed with another publisher right away. Not right now. Uh, no. I think they want to find their voice again, figure out what they yeah. want to do uh, with with this franchise. Um, now, that's not to say that any like what used to be Sony um, day of exclusives, weapons, skins, whatever they used to drop with the content were exclusive to the PlayStation. Not to say that they'll get in bed with Microsoft in that in that effect and say, okay, well, Microsoft is now going to get the exclusive a day skins, early. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I could see definitely happening, but I don't think they'll yeah. they'll go partner back up with Microsoft. Not right now. Not right now. Uh, what else? What's the next story we have here? 
Ubisoft apologizes for the ending in the latest Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC. This comes to us from Game Informer. <clears throat> this is interesting. This is interesting. And I kind of understand this. I kind of understand this. It comes to us from Game Informer. Um, a few days ago, Ubisoft released a news chapter in their episodic Assassin's Creed Origins DLC, which was designed to not only tell the story of the first assassin, but provide significant story content for the game's protagonists. Some players are unhappy with the decisions made for the protagonists in the game, and Ubisoft has admitted they missed the mark. Point, point for Ubisoft for being transparent and say, we screwed that up. Um, right away. <laughs> I'm going to have to read through this a little bit more because I don't want to do any story spoilers for anybody. Um, basically, well, I'm going to try to boil this down. If you've played Assassin's Creed Odyssey up to this point, you were in control of your character's sexuality. Let's just put it that way. You had the decision to decide, hey, you want to go hook up with this dude or that chick over there or this dude and that chick over here? You could do that in the game. That was totally, you owned it. You were an owner, you were ownership of how you wanted to, to be this character. Apparently, in the DLC, a... They wrote the story in such a way that there is a forced, not forced in the in, not forced in the in the way of like, rapey, but the story puts you in a um, sexual relationship as part of the story. You don't get a choice in the matter. Is basically yeah. what the issue is. Um, just how the story is. It's written into the story that you're going to hook up with X Y Z person. It's not a choice. It's just written in the story. You're going to come across this person. You you guys are going to hook up. And they didn't like that because it seems counter to the whole point of what had been an Assassin's Creed Odyssey as part of the, the gameplay and, and story and everything like that previously. So, um, I agree, but they're making it right. Like they've, they've come out ahead, you know, on this said, you know what? Our fan base is right. We missed the mark on this future. We can, we're, we're, we're learning from our stake and we're not going to do this again. So good on them. How do you feel about that DS Claw? I think it's fucking stupid. (laughs) 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 And and I think exactly for everything that you mentioned before, the entire rest of the game, you can literally decide if you're going to partake in orgies. You can decide whoever your partner is at any given moment. Um, My chick has gone back and forth so many times, like I, I don't even give a shit. (laughs) <laughs> but there's some people in the game that I think is cool. And I personally don't get hung up on sexuality in that way. I don't care. The game takes place prior to labels on sexuality and things like that. The entire idea of it was before any kind of stigma or anything like that with same sex relationships really happened. And, and like, I don't give a shit. It's not my, my place to deal with that. I just play the game how I want to play the game. If somebody's cool in the game and I think that it would actually like be a relationship that that character would be in. Like there was a, there was a person that she really took pity on it. it was, uh, he was a blacksmith in this shitty little town and just that there were kind of dialogue and stuff. I was like, you know, I think she would just like give him a, you know, just give him a good night and just like roll on and just like, be like, you know, I did one for the people. <laughs> and there, there's other, there's other chicks oh that I met God. in the game that, that the way that their dialogue went, it just really seemed like that they were really like two peas in a pod. And I was like, you know, it makes sense to me that they would be in a relationship. 
even if it's just a physical one for just one night. It just kind of, it, it seems like that's a coherent step. So getting hung up over one fucking instance out of the entire game of like being able to choose or not, I think that that's fucking petty. I mean, that, I, I, see, that's my I, see, I see your point. <laughs> I see your point. I see your point. <clears throat> I get it. A, I don't know who's right or wrong. I, I don't I think just, there's a right or wrong. I think there yeah. is people who are super invested in the story of this game and how mm-hmm. it's been th- up until this point and are disappointed that they had no agency in making the decision of what took place. Yeah. Like, and I, and I can get that too. And I'm not saying this is somebody that just like put, like played the game for two hours. Right. I still, I'm not halfway through the fucking game and I'm 148 hours in. I love the shit out of this game. It's, <laughs> yeah. but, but I do, I understand the the idea of, choice and and when you have such free reign and then you get funneled i could see how that would be an issue but at the same time just realistically thinking it's it's one instance out of the entire fucking game that literally i can fuck them all so yeah. <laughs> why why does it matter <laughs> correct and in, in the and what i'm gathering from this is that it's not necessarily a a uh romantic sort of encounter or relationship as far as it is a uh, utilitarian tactic to maintain the bloodline. Oh, oh, okay. Does that make, because I don't want to spoil anything. No, I I get where you're going though. I've played enough of the storyline that I I get where we're going with (laughs) that. Hey, Nightmare, welcome. Nightmare says it was for the purpose of the lineage that of the lineage has to go on. What happened to when it didn't matter? What was in video games? Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you on that. And following up with some other chat stuff here, some dude says Ubisoft just announced the story in Division Two is forty oh. hours long. Oh wow, it just they just tweeted it. Okay. And also he also says, I don't know if you want to have sex in a game, just go to a bar and pick up a fat. Shit. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> some of them are oh, funny, man. Some yeah. of that, like how it goes on, like that yeah. one. There was an orgy going on and. One story, and I was like, I am all good there. Yeah, I was all like, good there. The goat, tell you what. The, the goat comes walking out of the room. Yeah, it's like, like no, to watch. I was like, like, no, no, man. You got farm animals <laughs> and shit. Like, ah, that's I'm a bit here, much. Man. I'm out of here. <laughs> I tell you, what, I tell you what, Assassin's Creed. Who's been my go-to? Daphne. That's been my <laughs> the one who you yeah, turned turn the animal belts into. That's my yeah. ride or die right there. Oh, it's too <laughs> funny. Uh, Canonical Bacon says it's a shame Ubisoft didn't write it in like one of those awkward situations after a really great party where alcohol and drugs were used excessively and poor life choices were made. <laughs> oh my gosh! Nightmare Night Six says if people want to cry about that, why aren't they crying about GTA Five? True. Canonical Bacon follows up with, "How dare those salty gamers exercise their First Amendment rights?" Also true. <laughs> also true, and I'm not saying don't bitch. Like that is your that is your God given right in this. That's why the internet was created to talk about it. Fact and memes, <laughs> but and memes. <laughs> uh, yeah, just my personal take on it. I think it's petty. Yeah, and you're allowed to have that take. Fucking a. That's right. <laughs> They're so, allowed to feel that way too. <laughs> you know what? At the, honestly. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going to lose sleep. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to trash a video game that I've had 80 hours of awesome gameplay loop, fun adventure story in 
because they wrote in an actual encounter. I, there may be a larger social aspect. We, that's probably a whole other conversation to have yep. about that. But that's not what was the purpose of this part yeah. being written in its, into the story. So I, I'm not salty about it. I don't. I don't care. I mean, I haven't played the DLC, but just based on this, I'm just like, it's not going to keep me yeah, playing. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. So. Maybe I'll change my opinion when I play it. I'll be like, oh, you know, that wasn't, could have been done better. Could have been done better. I don't know, we'll better. find out. That's a wonderful thing about opinions. You can change them. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> true. It's very true. It's very true. Uh, last story for the evening here. Sea of Thieves. Update will require complete download and reinstall. This is coming from IGN. Um, <laughs> basically, <laughs> Nightmare Night 6 says, isn't that called Inconsistent Claw? It, it's really not. It's called being human. I'm operating off of information that is second, third hand. So once I have first hand knowledge, if that informs the opinion that I have presently in a more different light or in a better shape, then I might change my opinion given new information. You You know, if I got on here and said, oh, man, like that's some bullshit that they didn't allow that to be a choice. Mm -hmm. And then like I'm tweeting like, fuck you guys. Why can't you guys like be adult about it? Then that's inconsistent. (laughs) True that. True that. So, yeah, Uh, see if these upcoming update requires full download and reinstall. Um, basically, Rares announced that see if these will be receiving a major update that will require players to download and reinstall a full version of the game. Though the new version's file size will be significantly smaller. Okay. Uh, announced through the official Sea of Thieves website, the update will be coming to PC and Xbox One February 6th. The executive producer, Joe Niate, Neat, I don't know how you pronounce that, explained that this new version is necessary to keep the overall size of the game from spiraling out of control with subsequent updates and will allow Rare to be able to generate and transfer new builds of the game more quickly in the future. For Xbox and Xbox One S users, the install size of the game will be reduced from 35 gigs to 10 gigs. That's a substantial that's, decrease. That's significant. Holy yeah. cow. Damn. For Xbox One X users, it will go from 47 gigs to 25 gigs. For PC users, it will go from 47 to 27. Subsequent patches will increase this number, but only slightly in comparison to past updates. When prompted to update, it will download and automatically reinstall the full game. Um... Wow, that's, uh, I mean, that sucks. I mean, if you are in a non-good ISP bandwidth area and, you know, you have limited or data caps or anything like that, that sucks. That mm-hmm. sucks. Over, we, we, few, I think it was a couple months ago, Overwatch announced they're doing the same thing. The, their latest patch was, was going to require <laughs> you to completely download and reinstall the game. Um, so that's what's You up. and Canonical, you guys are like of one mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't even see point. the chat. You guys are you're running yeah. parallel. I love are, it. Man. Canonical, me and you, baby. We got this. Uh, some dude on Xbox says, Game of Game of Thieves. <laughs> GGFF on install. And Canonical Bacon then says, Complete download reinstall. They're not they're not the first. Blizzard the same with Overwatch due to fundamental changes of how the platform works. Yes, and we reported on that. Yes, yes. Makes me feel yeah. bad for gamers with limited connections. Okay. Yes, exactly. Canonical. So, this is, you know, is it is this a sign of, of things to come? I think we talked about that with the when we report on the Overwatch uh, news on that. Um, it's very creepy, man. It's very creepy. <laughs> Creeping me out, bro. You're in my brain. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the folks that are, you know, I have a buddy that lives in the, the same city that I do, right? Granted, we are it's spread out over a large landmass, but the same city cannot get wired internet service. He has to survive off an LTE router in his house through Verizon, which is money, money. So yeah. daddy caps and all that stuff like, and he, he PC games, like he PC games. Uh, don't ask me how, I don't know. I don't no, know. It's about to be like, you need to rethink. Like, he plays like Guild Wars two and, and all this stuff. Fuck. Now when he downloaded, when he bought destiny two for PC, he asked if he could come borrow my internet and brought his rig over and we downloaded <laughs> right? everything. But yeah, but for folks like him, that's like, you have to, okay, you download, initially download a 35 gig game and now months later, you're having to download, wipe it out and re-download another 10 gigs 10. That, that are on mm-hmm. your on your data cap. So, you know, I feel for folks that may be in more rural areas that want to be, that you know, love gaming, love everything it provides, but are, hamstringed by the lack of good internet where they're at or, or hamstringed by financial burden due to data caps mm-hmm. that they can't do these mm-hmm. things. Um, <sighs> well, okay. I get it, but let's back it up a little bit too. Yeah. When the game firstly like went out, right? It was, uh, it was in a beta beta set, right? Mm-hmm. So when the majority of people got it, it was in beta. It was also on game pass. Um, I mean, they did try to market it out to everybody that they possibly could. Right. And then that's when everybody initially downloaded it. And then now that they've had time to actually rework stuff, they've introduced some DLCs or like, what would you consider it a DLC? Like the Megalodon and like all that shit. Different kind of gameplay aspects that got added to it. Yeah. But they didn't charge for those. That that wasn't like, it wasn't a purchase item. It just came with it. Um I think with what they've been given at this point to what it is now, I think that it's unfortunate. But at the same time, if it's going to make it better, if it is a better step for the gamers in the long run, I I think that, that it's sometimes you just got to take a lick. It sucks. My internet sucks here, but yeah. sometimes it's the greater good in the long run. And yeah, and I see that this is a good thing, you know, in the long run that these subsequent updates and everything will be much smaller and it'll be better optimized. I get that. I just feel for the folks that, that are going to get hit with it. Um, Canonical says, seems like they'd find a way to stream the install, like download the minimum and then download on the fly subsequent content (laughs) slash chapters in the game to spread out the download and make more efficient use of local (laughs) storage. Any developers watching are free to steal, so let's use that idea. <laughs> Just give the fine folks a fresh takes a plug. There we go. I like that. I like that. So it's a, is it kind of like a, I don't know if you guys watch Silicon Valley. We need a middle out algorithm. I don't know if you watch Silicon Valley on HBO. <laughs> I, that's, I don't. That's, that's kind of what that reminded me of. Something with <laughs> middle out. Um, great show, man. You need to watch it. <laughs> Sidebar. But yeah, um. Yeah, you think they would? Uh, they would have something like that. So, but then again, well, well, would you well, be able? To, would you be able to do that with? It is open world like that though. Like I don't. I'm. I'm not super techy in that aspect. But the game is pretty much like Assassin's Creed Lite as far as like water and going to different islands and shit with randomly spawning crap. Is that something that you could do, and and do it kind of like in incremental installs like that? 
for anybody that might know the answer yeah, to that, I, that's a honestly, legit question on my part. I'm not being a smart ass. I, um, I don't uh, know. I got to get smart to answer that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hmm. Hmm. Because, well. Well, a lot of that stuff you see that's episodic, that's a, a static kind of game, you know? Right. Right. And that's what I'm. So, I, I don't know if you could. Because yeah, even I look at PUBG, you had to completely re-download the test beta server or the beta test server yep. for the new map when they did that. I think the only one that actually does that, but it's still like expansion wise is Warframe. But that's for the most part, that's still fairly staticky as well with the core base of the game. And then you can get the, the, the expansions later on that unlock like different parts, you know, whatever's, but fairly static set levels, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the other thing too is. Like with, hmm. well, let's use war. You mentioned Warframe. Let's mention war. Let's go with Warframe for example. So, the new expansion dropped, right? Fortuna. I fire yep. Warframe on my computer. There's no question of. Do you want to install this patch or update? It just starts doing it. It says, "Oh, it needs to be updated." You, it you gotta wait. <laughs> you just gotta wait. So, um. Do you want to take Canonical's latest chat? Oh, yeah, I can. That's fine. Uh, Canonical Bacon says, that's what I was because you can't see all content in any game except for maybe a single-player puzzler or a single-screen puzzler. Even in open worlds, it takes a while to travel somewhere usually, so if you're headed in a certain direction, it seems like the game would know to stage it based on where you're heading. And Isn't that what procedural generation is? Yeah, that's that's a procedural generation. Yeah, I mean, but not, I think again, I think that this kind of goes back. To, yeah, I <laughs> I don't know. I, this goes back to like you still have to have the base core of whatever information is being called forward, right? So if I'm headed east on whatever fucking boat, um, it still has to be present somewhere for me to be able to pull that information of I'm headed east in this boat. Uh, island supposed to be there. Fucking tree this way. I got some whales and shit. Like it has to pull that data from somewhere. That's where we got into the issue with Ram back in the day. But I like I don't fucking know, man. Like we're we're above my pay grade. I think I I might have to tap out on my own question because I'm too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Um. Yeah, because you'd have the assets, right? The the base of the game would be all the assets. How the characters look, the skins, mm -hmm. the boat skins, the you know, textures. The sprite, all that shit. Sprites, all yeah, that stuff. So it's just a matter of knowing, like you said, you're heading this way. What is this way? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, this is what's this way. Okay. Load in just those core elements from the base game that need to be there or not. Again, armchair Devin here. I have no idea. Yeah, no, dude, I don't, and I'm not talking shit canonical. Like, I think that I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel more confident talking about infinite halves than this conversation right now. Like, zero bullshit. That's how out of depth I am right now. 
<laughs> Nightmare Night Six says Warframe Heart. Yes, great, 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 great. Uh, Kyle said, "Yeah, just in there, and it was good." Fair enough. No, I think we, it's an amazing hey, idea. We talk lots of ideas on here that are all not good. <laughs> it's an open forum. That's what we do. But yeah, that's um. Someone earlier mentioned something about, I think it was uh, some dude mentioned something about Borderlands 3. There's some drama yep. going on with Gearbox Entertainment right now. And one of their previous employers that were higher up. Uh, some sort of $12 million that he shouldn't have gotten, but he did. They, they, there's a whole thing going on. I haven't had a chance to really dive in. There's a lot of legal stuff being talked about. And I'm just like... Ain't got oh, the time for that right now. Ain't got the time for that right now. <laughs> Can't put it in here. But got, got no for time that. for that. I, I need, I need, I need cliff notes. Okay, I don't need like. <laughs> all right, I need you know, you go to that bookstore, get that little, little yellow like twenty page thing. That that's what I need for your whole novel. But uh, that's what I need for my my gaming news, something like that. But yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that's that's all we got for tonight. Um, we're ending on that. Been a been a lively chat. I want to thank everybody for uh, for tuning in, hanging out with us. Uh, again, if you'd like to support uh, Fresh Takes Gaming, we have our merch room, which is merchroom.com/freshtakesgaming. Get yourself some swag with the Fresh Takes logos and graphics on it. We are also now accepting donations through Player.me. Uh, link is https colon slash slash Player.me slash Fresh Takes Gaming. Pound signed tip, and that'll allow you to securely. Donate any any dollar amount to us that you want to support here at Fresh Takes. Again, that'll further the content we create, further the show, for the gear, the quality, all that stuff. So um, hit that up if you like. And if not, again, we're still going to give beans to you every Friday um, on Mixer.com slash Fresh Takes Gaming, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And then the following Monday on audio pod- podcast platforms everywhere. So that's the spiel. We're wrapping <laughs> it up. I am Bubdrum. If you want to hit me up, you can find me on Twitter at Bubdrum on Mixer.com slash Bubdrum for any video game streaming uh, that I might be doing. You can check it out. Uh, but doing some Ring of Elysium's new map, um, some Titanfall 2 lately. That's been fun. Uh, did my first co-stream with uh, with uh, another, another Xbox gamer, uh, Umli. She was awesome. Had a good time. And you can also hit me up on, uh, what's that other thing? That other thing I do? Xbox itself. At Bubdrum. <laughs> I do those things, you know? It's good times. <laughs> it's been a long day, man. It's been a long They're day. They're not fucking for you, man. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's been a long day. We're persevering, though. Oh, man. Go drink your PC Kool-Aid. I will. You know what? My next PC is going to be liquid cold with Kool-Aid. Just to, to spite you, Nightmare. <laughs> just to spite you. It's got to be grape drink. Grape drink. And every time I turn on my computer, it's going to go, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh oh canonical has made a request we need an mk oh, showdown shit. oh god <laughs> god have mercy on our souls we'll just get it over with we'll just fucking do it we just gotta I mean, do it fuck. just fucking do it <laughs> Ten's on game pass man Let's get hot. it is we'll do it we'll do it favorite mk character versus okay nothing pre-selected except just our favorite character I don't even know who's selectable anymore on 10. Like, I was a bullshit. Last one I, like, avidly played was three. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's been a minute in the series. It's been a minute. Sounds. Yeah, we can do it. I mean, we obviously can do it. It's just, it's going to, it's going to be cringy. 
That's mm-hmm. all I can say. It'll be cringy. Don't expect no. Uh, as long as it's not an entire match of this. <laughs> I was just walking back um, and forth. I think yep. we'll be all right. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm calling it now. Sounds good. Kung Lao. That's who I'm going with. That's going to be my character. Kung Lao? Kung Lao. Okay. Liu Kang still a thing? I think he's in there. Scorpion's okay. still in there, of I'll, course. I, I got a bad taste in my mouth with Scorpion. It seems like everybody just does the fucking... Gotcha. Gotcha, but, gotcha. Yeah, I'll, pro- I'll, t- I'll, I'll try. I'll try uh, Liu Kang. I'll, okay. give it, I'll give it hell. We'll give it a go. And Brawlhalla's another one on the list, too. Brawlhalla's fun. I already have Brawlhalla downloaded. Um, yep. And I do, too. I mean, we can... Who's to say... How many How many people can you have in that? Brawlhalla 4. I think it's 4. Why don't we do a call-out and do a rotate through? Yeah, we could do that. Happy, um, have a and lobby? People can, a fresh Takes Lobby? Yep, yeah, Fresh Takes Lobby and people can come in and whip our ass. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely do that. We'll, uh, we'll, get that the, we'll, we'll nail down a date and time and logistics on that. It'll be good stuff. But yes, yes, Canonical and Nightmare and Coop and Some Dude and CMB... And everybody else that may have lurked and chatted. <laughs> yes, the inquiry was you, Nightmare. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, it's been a good night. Been a good night. Claw, let everybody know. Once you're done stretching and yawning, you sleepy oh bastard. Oh, my God. They can yeah, find you. Dude, I still got to go. Anyways, I am the DS Claw, and you can find me on find me platform called Mix. YouTube is, like, really still... I'm just making that channel right now, so don't don't be expecting anything crazy. Uh, I'm just getting all of my equipment put up. I'll be actually doing quite a bit of woodworking, but it's going to be based on video games. And I know that that sounds fucking weird, um, and you're totally, you know, you go ahead and be skeptical. But I think we're going to be doing some cool shit. So I'm going to be doing some cosplay stuff, nice uh, woodworking stuff, and uh, some light video game stuff on the YouTube channel. If you want to catch me streaming. It is here on Mixer. So all at the DS Claw. And before we go, I just got a notification. And I don't know why it didn't pop up on stream. I got to double check this. We just got a donation. So thank you, Canonical, for the donation. Much thank you appreciated. so much, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, brother. You're too kind. Uh, you know, we, uh, we do this for y'all. You know, without you guys, we, we, we don't got a show. It's what it boils down to. It comes, comes down to y'all. So really Lord. appreciate it. Really appreciate your support. Showing up. Thank you. And donating. Just... uh really touched by that man but yeah this is uh this is bub jump and the ds Claus signing off for fresh takes gaming y'all take care of yourselves and each other we will see you next time good night